Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family, and we're so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. And today, our guest is beautiful Lindy Wynn. Now, Lindy Wynn is a mother to three children. She's married for 23 years, and she holds a master's degree in pastoral care. She has worked in professional ministry for over 15 years, but she hosts the Mamas in Spirit podcast. And this beautiful podcast covers topics that are relevant to Catholics each week. And you can listen to her at mamasinspirit.com. And I had the privilege of having Lindy come to the center and she interviewed me and it was fun. And um, so you're gonna love her and the show today. But if you're a woman or a man, cause she, she has men and women she interviews and you're looking for maybe an Advent kind of retreat or a topic that you need, you know, you just wanna address, you wanna hear somebody's story about it, you could go to mamasinspirit.com and go back, they're all up there. You could go back to a previous conversation and um, and here it's very good. She does a good job. We just have to watch today that she doesn't interview yes, us <laughs> and we gotta keep her on yeah. task. But she'll, and, she's gonna do a great job. And she does give talks, yep. she leads retreats. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you're gonna be interested in having her come to your community in your town. And uh, I just love her love for her children and just you know what she wrote to us about being on the show and what she was hoping to convey. Uh, she has some wisdom and insights about Our Lady and the power of motherhood mm -hmm. and, and you know, Our Lady's spirituality and how women in particular can take that on, whether they're a biological mother, foster care, adoption, or you're a spiritual mother. Mm -hmm. And so not only is she good at interviewing people, but she's a, a great person to, to listen to. This is going to be a very, very special show, especially during the season of, of Advent, preparing for the coming of the Lord, and uh, with the Marian feast days, and just the importance of, of being a woman and, and the mama's spirit. So plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Please don't go away. Welcome back. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guest is Lindy Wynn, and she's here to tell us about experiencing adopting children and being a mother to children living with disabilities. She hosts a beautiful podcast called mamasinspirit.com, and you can listen to it each week at mamasinspirit.com. Well, beautiful Lindy, welcome to At Home. We're so excited to have you. And we want you first to tell our family a little bit about your beautiful self. Well, thank you so much. It is an honor and a blessing to be with you both. And like you said, my name is Lindy Wynn, and I host a podcast called Mamas in Spirit. But that is so much further down 
the line of my journey and my pilgrimage into the heart of Jesus. I was blessed as a child to discover God at nine years old when my grandfather passed away. So often the greatest joys and meaning in our life come from sorrow and come mm. from tribulation. And so in discovering God and that great intimacy in my heart as a child, that really started me off in life with everything that I could ever need or ever want. And much further down the line, when I was 21, I was baptized Catholic into the Catholic Church. And I met my husband and was married at 23. And we've been married for 23 mm -hmm. years, my big V vocation to Brian. And I like to call it our small V vocation together. We are adoptive parents. And being a mother and through adoption has been the greatest blessing of my life other than my husband and obviously mm -hmm. my faith. And we adopted our first two children, their biological siblings, at the ages of six and three from foster care. And then our youngest, we adopted at birth in a private adoption when we received a call from a pregnancy resource center. It's yeah. mm -hmm. beautiful. Um, I'm interested in your coming to the Lord with your grandfather's passing. I'm interested in your whole story. But not many people can say something like that. It's such a loss. And I mean, did you have a very close relationship with your grandfather or how did this lead you to, to give yourself to the Lord instead of being, you know, I'm so upset that my grandfather has passed away and maybe, maybe not wanting to come to the Lord. What, what happened? I was blessed to be raised 10 doors down from my grandparents on a levee. And so I could run out the back door of my home down to their home along the bike path and in their back door. And what I really remember from my grandfather is feeling cherished by him, mm -hmm. feeling like I was his beloved granddaughter. And many, many years later after he passed, probably a few years ago, I found one of my diaries from when I was really little. And there's a picture of me sitting on his lap, blowing out the candles on his cake <laughs> and him looking at me with a look of great love. Mm. And I remember that. I remember what wow. that felt like because I, like probably everyone listening, at times in our lives we feel unseen mm -hmm. or unloved or mm -hmm. uncared for. Yet, like Hagar says in scripture, she refers to God as the God who sees. Mm -hmm. So after he passed away, I would go out to the levee and I would sit by the rocks. And at first I would talk to him. And I felt very, very close to him. And like he was there with me in my sorrow and in my, my struggle and that first loss that I'd ever mm -hmm. really experienced. Mm -hmm. And eventually that turned into God. And so really in this time of Advent in Emmanuel, God with us, I experienced that as a child. I wouldn't say that my life is backwards in any way, yet it's really been magnificent and glorious to experience all the things personally and intimately and deeply, profoundly, and then to really learn about them more in mm -hmm. our faith because I wouldn't have used the word Emmanuel as a child, but yet that has informed my whole life is just knowing that Christ is with me in my walk and is constantly calling me and all of us to what I call little F fiats, mm -hmm. constant yeses. Our blessed mother gave her great fiat and that is our example. And so even being here with you today, mm -hmm. it's another offering of my heart, mm -hmm. another surrender of my heart, another yes to the Lord. Well, you share about how motherhood has formed you and made you the, the woman that you are today. Tell our family a little bit about being an adoptive mom. Yes, I am blessed beyond measure to know the boundlessness of motherhood. There are no limits to it. 
There's a quote by St. Edith Stein where she talks about sheltering souls. And that's our job. Our job as mothers is to shelter souls, mm -hmm. to keep mm -hmm. our gaze totally and completely fixated on Christ and to let everything we do come for our love of Him. And right before He died, He gave His beloved mother, our blessed mother, to the disciple whom He loved. And that's our example. She became our mother, the mother of humanity. And we're called wherever we are in every moment to love. And so what I've learned from loving my children is that I would do anything for them. Mm -hmm. My love for them is inexplicable. There are no words that I could tell you that would demonstrate my love for my beloved children. And we have been through so much together. Our oldest children come from great, great trauma. All the things that you would never want a child to experience, mm -hmm. they experienced. And yet what I've learned is the profundity of love, of love itself. John, first John says that God is love and it is true and love heals and love accompanies. And so in that walk with my children, what I have received has been far greater than I've ever given. And I have received the touch of love, a touch of heaven, a touch of Jesus, mm -hmm. a touch of all goodness. It has completely changed or transformed me and it has taught me what it means to be fully reliant on God. Mm -hmm. biological parenting, your children come forth. Share with us about adoption and, and choosing, you know, those people or how they came to you. What's the, the difference there? Um, like you say, there's many ways to mother, biologically, foster care, adoption, the, the spiritual mothering. Um, you know, we're chosen by the Lord. You know, He knows us. He's not surprised. We have to find out what the children are like that we have biologically. Mm -hmm. But how is it, you know, as a, an adoptive parent to love that one, to choose that one, to embrace that one? I think it's the same in the sense of love because love is love and love in its purest form is complete. And so, from walking with dear girlfriends who have had biological children to people who have fostered mm -hmm. and adopted, love is love. Mm -hmm. And and we there's nothing we can do to change that. I I when I hold my children, when I lay with my littlest, it's it's inarticulatable that experience mm -hmm. as a mother and really holding her or our other children, it's it's beyond words. And I think that that is something that in the world we don't always understand. We think that there is some difference to it. And a story keeps coming to heart. My birthday many years ago, a number of girlfriends came over to my home and they started singing me happy birthday. And my littlest was asleep and she was a toddler at the time. And while they were singing happy birthday, I remember thinking, oh goodness, they're gonna wake her up. <laughs> And they did. Mm -hmm. And she came running down the hallway, sprinting down the hallway right into my arms. Mm -hmm. And I remember that one of the women started to tear up. And she said, I didn't realize it. Now I understand. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that adoption is the same. She's a biological mm -hmm. mother. Mm -hmm. And so the completeness of that love is, is difficult to describe. Yet so many people often say to me, oh, I could never do what you did or whatnot. And that's just not true. All mm -hmm. things are possible. Mm -hmm with God and I think 
the greatest blessing of fostering and adopting is, is having a true and real experience of that motherhood and being able to know deep in the soul the fullness of it. Mm -hmm. Well, and you've had, you had, you've had two options of adoption in that way where you, were, you chose two children out of foster care and then you were given the opportunity um, from a pregnancy medical center to have adopted a baby where a birth mother placed her baby into your arms, right? Um, which is always rather miraculous, right? And, and what an, um, the excellence of love. Love is, but then, then we get to know the excellent way of it. And so the greatest act of love is when a, a birth mother places her child up for adoption with that's the greatest gift of love that she can do. So ha, when you tell our family about that experience, because that's not the norm. I mean, it's not like and I, we get these phone calls and sometimes people think like, I have babies just lined up against the wall sitting in car seats waiting to be adopted, right? Just like, oh yeah, sure, come take child number three. I mean, it doesn't happen like that. But tell our family about your experience. Yes, and I knew this time together was anointed because this experience happened during this week, nine years ago. And so essentially, three and a half weeks before our youngest were born, I received a call when I was at work by a woman named Mary <laughs> asking me if my husband and I would be open to adopting this little girl. And mm -hmm. of course I said yes. <laughs> and then I called my husband crying and he thought something was wrong mm -hmm. until he realized this glorious news. And mm -hmm. so that started a three and a half week journey, which was very short yet very, very intense. Yeah. And a blessed girlfriend, Chris, gave me a miraculous medal that she had just received on pilgrimage and I clung to that every single night because anybody watching mm. who has ever had infertility or longed for a child, longed for a baby, knows what that experience is like. And I felt like the greatest dream of my heart was being dangled in front mm. of me. And so it was a time of ambiguity during Advent and a time of great surrender. And another beloved girlfriend named Mary said, God never teases us with the desires that God places <laughs> on our hearts. Mm. And so she was due on Our Lady of Guadalupe. Right. Mm -hmm. And the night before she was born, the 7th of December, I threw a birthday party for our other two children to keep normalcy. They're also mm -hmm. both December babies. Mm -hmm. And I remember Brian's aunt asking me, when do you think she's going to be born? And I mm -hmm. said, she's going to be born tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And she was born. Peace the Immaculate yes, Conception. The Immaculate mm -hmm. Conception. Yeah. Yeah. The Immaculate Conception. What a gift. I mean, what a pure gift. So she was a little girl. She was, we received her the first day that she was born. Mm -hmm. And I journeyed with her birth mother during that time, a time I will always cherish. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because I remember the night before I met her, I finished redoing a dollhouse that I'd been working on that was mine. Mm -hmm. It's like 50 years old yeah, now, yeah, it's been yeah. passed to me. You need an upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And I remember wondering what that would be like. Mm -hmm. And I remember meeting her birth mother, who also has a tie to Mary in her name, mm -hmm. and wondering what that would be like, but yet meeting her. And that moment was full of grace because she loved our little so much and she had had a plan for her and that plan was not going to unfold 
and I remember hugging her. I mean, I held her the first mm -hmm. day I met her mm -hmm. and saying to her, you had a plan, but God has a beautiful, wonderful plan, and this child is going to be loved more than you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. She is the dream of our heart, and mm -hmm. she will be loved by so many. Mm -hmm. And so did you keep a relationship with the birth mom for a while? And Because they usually wane, I mean, as they go. we placed many babies up for adoption at the center and it kind of has a timeline, right? So how long were you in uh, correspondence with the birth mother? So it was a very fragile, a very vulnerable situation, which many people listening who mm -hmm. fostered or adopted probably know. And so the correspondence did not last long at mm -hmm. all, mm -hmm. but that was more because I was following the lead. Yeah. And yet I'm always open and my child, my right. children will probably see this this episode mm -hmm. and so I'm very much open to the Lord and the Lord's plan I have such a love for the birth parents of mm -hmm. my children mm -hmm. I would never be a mother right. without them and they chose right. life and mm -hmm. they chose our children and mm -hmm. we've chosen our children mm -hmm. and so even though we don't have correspondence there's a sacred tie in the soul yes. together mm -hmm. that gift of life mm -hmm. what a gift share with us because <clears throat> I know there's such a richness in your life with motherhood and with Our Lady. You know, as you have relationship with Our Lady through these various stages of life, what has Mary been teaching you about motherhood? The joys, the sorrows, the perseverance in motherhood. What have you learned from her? What principles are you learning from her? How do you share with her? What do you want other women to know about a mama's you know, spirit and just the power of, of motherhood? I would really encourage all listeners to deeply, deeply ponder and spend time with scripture, all the stories of Mary, of our Blessed Mother, and to really allow them to penetrate the soul and in the depths of the intimacy of the heart. Mm -hmm. So it's a funny thing to come and mm -hmm. proclaim all the things so publicly, but really what I'm sharing is the deepest parts of my mm -hmm. interior life. I'm mm -hmm. sharing my heart and my very own surrender. And I think that God calls us time and time to re surrender and Mary's heart is the only heart that is immaculate mm -hmm. of all the women who have ever lived and so one of the greatest prayers of my heart and of the last years of my life are God please make my heart immaculate mm -hmm. like Mary's I know it will not be in this lifetime but yet I also know that is the goal mm -hmm. the goal is to surrender my heart so fully she's the queen of martyrs because she surrendered her heart and so that's our holy example. That's our example to follow. So I would encourage all listeners to do that. Life is so difficult. Our children, it's a surrender in and of itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know this. Mm -hmm. We don't control our children. We don't control their past. They have free will. There's nothing like a mama's heart. There's nothing like the vulnerability and the love of a mother's heart. Yet when we stay close to God, that Emmanuel, that God with us, just like Mary, her heart fit perfectly in the sacred heart of Jesus. And we're always called back there every day. Mm -hmm. We waver, she never wavered. Mm -hmm. That's where she abided and she rested her entire lifetime. Her heart never changed. Even when her heart was pierced time and time again, it stayed pure and immaculate. And God wants to repurify our hearts. Mm -hmm. God wants us not to be corrupted by this world like the book of James says. Mm -hmm. And so when we return to God time and time again, and stay close to him like Mary was always near, she was always close, then we too, our hearts will be purified so that we can continue 
to love our children as we're called in, in the completeness of love. Mm -hmm. A dear friend Mary also said, so many Marys in my life, yeah. said at this evening when we were listening to a priest talk that she thought we were called to become love. And I thought that was so beautiful. And so the purer that we can be, the more we're able to love. Mm -hmm. Become love. Yes, to become love. Well, we're gonna hold you over for the final segment. We wanna hear more. It's about your intimacy with our Lord, with Our Lady, how that works its way out as a mother. And you know, it's almost, a, well, it's definitely a call to all women, that motherhood. It's almost a universal call to manifest that love, to become that love. And that plays into the evangelization of the world and it plays into mm -hmm. seeing the Lord through motherhood. So we're going to take a break. Go to mamasinspirit.com, mamasinspirit.com. Learn more about Lindy, about that wonderful podcast, the conversation she's having, and invite her to come out to your local community and to share with you. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, we're finishing up our conversation, and I want you first to tell our family a little bit. What were there any saints um, that have really highlighted your journey as in your being a mom and made you a better mother, other than our blessed mother? <laughs> sure. There's actually a recent quote that has really spoken to my heart by Saint Catherine of Siena and it's the heart is drawn by love. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important for us as mothers because sometimes we want to control things. And yet God calls us to such freedom in Him. And when we can open our hearts time and time again to love, our children are drawn more deeply and fully into love itself, into mm -hmm. the Lord. And I also have one of her quotes in my kitchen about being who we are truly created to be and we will set the world on mm -hmm. fire. And so mm -hmm. I think that's so important for all of us to remember that there's only one of us, that God calls each of us by name and there's no perfect model of motherhood. God speaks into the intimacy of our own hearts, whispers into our hearts and our lives and really wants us to be free in mm -hmm. him as we are created. Yeah. And so it brings me so much joy at home in my own house and in the intimacy of my life with my own children to be fully myself, mm -hmm. to be all the things, the fun, the silly, the serious, mm -hmm. hopefully the comforting, the loving, but just to know that we are each created, molded, crafted, shaped by the Lord and that we're able to receive that love. So therefore we can then share it in a very real way with mm -hmm. our children. Yeah. And you know, the beauty of discipling and mentoring and forming, right? These, these beautiful people that God has put in your midst. It's like, it's such an awesome responsibility. And to think that we can do that on our own power, how foolish of us, <laughs> you know? And then God's like, he breaks us, brings us to the end of ourselves to say, you need help and I can help you. And my mother can help you. Um, and, and she'll come up alongside us and aid us and assist us. But it's a, it's a time and a season and a, and a gift 
that we want to be the best version of ourselves all the time. It's like, okay, Lord, help me. Help me help me to be the strong mother that needs to form and discipline and to say no and then to come back and to get on the couch with you and pop popcorn and watch a silly movie that I can't stand but you like. You know what I mean? And Because I, I just want to have that encounter with you. And But we need to depend upon God and our Blessed Mother to do that. And the saints also want to help us to do that. And you certainly articulated that so well to our family today. So thank you, Lindy. Lindy, we're <laughs> so glad we have tomorrow to share more with you. What a gift you are uh, to the church and to the world, just in terms of not just what motherhood is about, the importance mm -hmm. of that just enriches our love for Our Lady and gives us hope for awakening and renewal. So thank you so much. Go to mamasinspirit.com, mamasinspirit.com. See what's going on there in terms of the podcast and these kind of like mini retreats, especially for, for moms and, and for women. It's wonderful. And uh, Lindy's happy to come out and share with you as well personally where you are in your community. God bless you. God bless all of your loved ones. You're never alone. You're an important part of this family. And you're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.